What's up, guys? Welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. I'm Samuel Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And thank you guys for tuning in for this week's episode. It's September. It's finally fall, which to me is the best season. My birthday's in September. Hey, okay. the best signs are in, are in September. Shout out to all the Libras out there. Um, I finally year. got what? What Jordan year? Michael Jordan? It's your, it's your Jordan year, yeah. 23, right? Oh, shoot. You're right. You're right. I feel yeah. so old now. Like, is it just me or do birthdays not like hit you as much anymore? It's kind of like, oh, it was my fuck. birthday. I, I, I do not like... fuck with my birthday. <laughs> It's like not. whatever. It's like whatever, honestly. But I know last week we were talking about how J. Cole and Kendrick obviously have their special interviews, and Rob mentioned the um, what's his name again? Oh, I can't remember if I forgot his name. Something Commander Boots, something Boots. I don't want to butcher it. J. Cole interview with. Do you Wait, know what I'm talking just, about? The one I sent you. You just kind of lagged out, so I missed what you just said. What was the interview, um, that I sent oh. you with J. Cole? Um, Combat Jack. Captain J- Combat Jack. Combat Jack. Rest yeah. in peace. He passed away. Um, I finally saw that interview, him and J. Cole. And that was one of the yeah. interviews Rob recommended that was one of J. Cole's yeah. big interviews. I haven't watched it. I've never seen you, you haven't seen have you seen it though, right? Yeah, I think I mean years ago. Yeah, and that's really the first time, apart from the Angie interview, that he's done something like really personal and really talked him. about himself. And it was really incredible. Um am I still lagging or am I good? You're good. You're good. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, so for the, to start this off, I want to know your top five J. Cole tracks, and then I'll share mine. I know J. Cole's your favorite rapper of all time, but okay. you share yours. It's going to be hard. Really, it's going to be really hard off the top. Mm-hmm. All right, number one is Change. Good song. Okay, I'm not sure the rest will be in order. The rest is just going to be like what I can That's think fine. of. Order is way too hard. I can never do anything in order. Yeah. Uh, For Your Eyes Only mm-hmm. song. Uh, like the best, it's like one of my favorite storytelling songs ever. Like the ending of mm. it, oh, yeah, it's, it's so amazing. Uh, let me think. Back to the topic from Friday Night Lights. Carolina nice. Blue kicks pedal to the metal. Mm-hmm. Feeling like the puppet in the devil is your pet. I love that. Uh, let's see what we got. Firing Squad. Good one. Uh, amazing. My God. All jokes contain true shit. Same rope you climb up on to hang you with. Hopefully he can rap name. like that on sick. his um on his upcoming project. He can rap like yeah. that. I miss that. I mean, we got a little bit of it on the off season. Yeah. So hopefully he just keeps it That's, up. Okay, so that's four. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the climb back. The climb back okay. might be like his most impressive rapping, mm-hmm. like skill. But my life's a great song. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like shout outs I can give. I right, give yours, and that's really All hard right. to do. Okay, mine is um from the sideline story. It's sideline story. That song yeah. means so much to me, and that was J Cole's first mainstream albums. And hearing that song really hit me. Number two is Rise and Shine, also from that album as well. Oh, my God. That might be probably my all-time favorite J. Cole song. Really? Okay. He is rapping his life. He is rapping so hard, like his life depends on it, on that track. Um, for three, Born Sinner, I love Villuminati. Yeah. That's one of my all-time favorite Cole tracks. Of course, he has that whack bar. I see you smiling. And I don't mean blank whenever I say blank. Okay, blank? <laughs> Don't get so sensitive. <laughs> I know, I know. But I just, he's going hard. And I love the beat. He does Sometimes go hard. I brag like Hove. Uh, number four is going to be Land of the Snakes on Born Center as well. Great I'm picking a lot of oldies. Um, Land of the Snakes, man, that vibe. And it's kind of crazy because I heard that song first before I heard before actually the Aquemini yeah. track, the artist yeah. storytelling. Um, but I yeah. still prefer Land of Snakes way, way more. And my fifth track, the, man, obviously, is what, what you going to say? I mean, that's just like to the fun part about hip hop. Like, there's so many mm-hmm. songs that. I'm like, oh, that wasn't their beat. Like that was a '90s beat. Mm-hmm. It like helps you discover that shit. Fact. So, yeah, it really I, I probably is. heard that mm-hmm. before Equemini too. Mm-hmm. 
And my last one is gonna be a has to be Love Yours. Um Love it's Yours great. is so so good, man. And I love Saint Tropez as well. Honestly, give me the whole 2014 Four So Drive album and I'll take that to my island if I was stuck yeah. there. That's the album I'll take with me. I also love if you ever listened to the um what's the uh Truly Yours mixtapes by Cole? Yep. That Cole Summer is a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh man, there's so many Immortal on For Your Eyes Only. I really oh like my Four god, Immortal is so good. For Your Eyes Only is my second yeah. favorite J Cole album. That's really good. And also, good. quick shout out to um, it would have cracked my top five, but Simba, Young Simba from his um first yeah. mixtape. I forgot what the mixtape is called. The comeback. Com- yeah, the comeback season. Yeah, come- the comeback no, season. Yeah. It's come insane. Up? And he has yeah. And maybe it's the come, the come up. up. Yeah, the come up. Yep, and he has this music video for that song, and it's him so young, just rapping. Yeah, in the streets, like, you know, yeah. Logic back in the streets, amazing. So it just gives yeah. me that like 2000s no, era. So we had that TikTok that blew up about rappers use, reusing bars, and mm-hmm. Logic has like so much music out that he keeps releasing mm-hmm. like unreleased songs, but his fans were tweeting, yeah. they're like, yo, you already released the song. Like, this isn't unreleased. <laughs> and he said, um, pulling strings like Geppetto. I'm like, that's another line he says a lot. Yeah. He says like, pulling strings like Geppetto is... What was the, what was much. the good to what's the verse on um um on gang related and he's like um that that fast verse the I Beretta he he says Beretta so many times Beretta yeah. this get Beretta down that. and lay down hit you with the Beretta you better stay down straight shots in the playground living high I'm living with the left and I'm giving anybody that's riding with me riding with him shot enemy and I'm hit him a second to hey. get him hit him with the venom and pretend I'm never doing it I used to practice that because I wanted to go on stage for the concert yep. yeah no because <laughs> he used to bring people is, up for that Logic is one of my favorites of all time but I won't lie I haven't been keeping he as, loves Beretta. <laughs> He loves Beretta, but I haven't been keeping as like as much of a tab on him just because he's been releasing a lot, and I feel like it's just getting too much. Like, and I love the unreleased thing; that's awesome, that's incredible. Like to be able to see how you sounded like in your early days, and also yeah. to give inspiration to other up and coming artists. But he's just been dropping like a lot for fun, and that word "fun" that's cool. I'm happy having yeah. fun, but because it's fun, it might be affecting the quality just a little bit, which I'm not interested in. I'm trying to hear you rap for your life. You know, yeah. that's that's one of my favorite parts about Logic, but. Hey, it is what it is. But hey, it's a new week. You know the drill. What's your leading? What's your leading single and playlist title? It is patiently waiting by mm-hmm. Fifty Cent because we are patiently waiting to get a job. Because I have an interview after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. What's your leading single? Safe song. Title Safe song. song. Yeah, we go. That's so yeah, we'll That's a nice. That's a yeah. nice uh, combination right there. So O three and O two Eminem is to me one of the best rappers of all time if not the in one year he dropped the Eminem show the eight mile soundtrack which had the leading single lose yourself one of the greatest rap songs of all time and three he was a lead um actor in one of the best rap films of all time right yeah goaded but you're still picking the Eminem show over the marshmallow i'm still picking so i mean like dude he started so strong with kill you then stand so you're like debatably like the biggest hip-hop song of all time question i always had about marshall mathers lp is the song i'm back i feel like that should have been the first song of the album no it's like uh slim shady i'm back but the transition like, right the transition between the two tracks yeah. um i forget it's i'm back and remember, what else it's it's, rem- it's remember me before and remember me go remember me yep know what i didn't know you mm-hmm. might have been the one who told me this or it might have been on twitter but what he says like i promised the fucking critics i wouldn't say fucking for six minutes he didn't say it for he six actually minutes. Doesn't say every, like I never knew that. Yeah, brilliant, right? That's brilliant. That's crazy. But yeah, something about the album, the beats are better for me. Mm-hmm. The songs are more interesting to me. The only song, mm-hmm. I mean, Kim, Kim is probably the most uncomfortable song to of listen course. to ever. Mm-hmm. Warranted. Yeah. 
I'm surprised, like, man. I look at the track screw, list for Eminem you... show, and it's not even close. For me, Eminem show is a clear winner. That's... Better songs. Maybe you can say Eminem's. Ra- I don't. I don't even think so. I think Eminem's rapping is. Polished. I think he's rapping. I think he's more mature. I, I guess on the Eminem show, mm-hmm. but he's so captivating on the, the on the Marshall with Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, yeah. Marshall Mathers LP. Oh, it's so good. The way I am. What a song. Mm-hmm. Real some shady. Remember sure. me. I'm back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. But I wonder what their reaction was when he did Kim. Like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Imagine oh, it happening. Scream, in somebody help. Ah, ah. <laughs> I mean, Kendrick. I could hear you. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Kendrick kind of did that. I'm not sure what's weirder, that one or um, Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> He's oh, but Bonnie and Clyde is voice. actually good, though. Bonnie and Clyde is actually so creative. Like, it's such a creative oh, song. It is. Like, oh, like. To what's... rap in a baby voice the whole time. No, that's but, crazy. dude, it's like. Like, Dad, what's what's this red stuff? Oh, it's, you know, it's just tomato sauce, babe. Don't, don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. Like, creative yeah. ways to describe the story. It's He's brilliant. Like, Kim we're gonna, is we're just gonna throw like, her off one, two, three, and then you hear the splash. <laughs> exactly. It's funny. It's cute. But Kim is like, seek some therapy, my guy. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. It's, it's it's insane. It's insane. Kim, why don't you love me? <laughs> <laughs> but for me, my playlist title is gonna be again September. Um, I'm happy that it's fall. Fall is my favorite season. And the living single is going to be Nights by Frank Ocean. I've been listening to a lot of Frank Ocean rec- recently for inspiration. And Nights is a Probably crazy song. great song. It is. I think that's my favorite song. Well, I'm That's a cheap vacation. And the uh, the beat switch. Mm-hmm. Just, so that's, that's the best thing ever. Man, hopefully you get some. Showing someone that song. They start talking mm-hmm. during the beat switch. Like, yeah. Stop <laughs> talking for a second. Just let this drop. <laughs> Hopefully we can get more collab between him and uh, Tyler. And hopefully Tyler drops soon and we can get yeah. some odd future stuff. I miss them. All of them are really talented. Loki, his his deluxe album, I think, is still like my top, probably top eight of the year. Oh, the B-side yeah. for... Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. For, uh, call Me If You Get Lost. Call Me If You Get Lost, yep. But um, back to what we're talking about with J. Cole, right? And we're talking about how we sampled the art of storytelling. This is a great segment. Um, yeah. to dive into about Olivia Rodrigo. So recently she did an interview with, I believe it was Variety, and she was talking about the situations she occurred to have during her previous project, Sour. And if you don't know what happened, essentially she lost a majority of her money because of copyright infringement. One for um, Good For You, a song was everywhere. Yeah. Um, had interpolations of Paramore's, um, I can't believe I'm forgetting the song, blah, blah, Misery Business. And yeah. also her song as well, it Deja is. Vu, had interpolation for Taylor Swift's song, Cool Summer. And it's kind of like complex of what exactly happened. Apparently, they tried to reach out beforehand, like one-on-one to make sure it was cool. Yeah. Of course, labels found out, I'm like, uh, we need that money. But whatever happened, yeah. right, um, that's all drama. The fact is that both those songs lost 50% to each individual team. So, I mean, she was just left with an extra 50%. Well, she's not even yeah. getting because she needs to divide it up for her team. So, that's where it, it occurred to me like when it comes to sampling how should artists go about it whose fault is it is it the label is it the artist yeah and i feel bad for her she lost like millions millions with an s of dollars yeah. i'm honestly surprised i feel like paramore would be like the cool group to be like oh like this younger girl is like inspired by us like yeah let's mm-hmm. let her rock mm-hmm. but jay J. cole does a whole rant on note to self at the end of 2014 yeah where he goes in a whole whole spiel about samples and how mm-hmm. it's fucked up he's like if you put your music into the world you should let other artists use it. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, I get it. But I guess if you're an artist and someone's using your lines, you want to agree with their music. If you're like a country singer and a rap artist mm-hmm. is using your music in a very violent song, you might say, hey, I don't want them to use this song. But I mean, I love samples so much. So I'm pro just let the artist cook. 
let them use yeah. the samples. <laughs> let the artists cook. I agree. Let I think so too. It's so tough because like even I know you're about to say it as well. Good for you really sounds really familiar with um It does. Uh, it does, yeah. right? But I think at the same time it's like that period, that era has already happened. You made a bunch of money from that song already. Yeah. So you really need to attack this new artist who had her own flavor to it just because it sounds similar and it has the same yeah. chord progressions. And I know Ed Sheeran recently, right? He got sued by the Marvin Gaye estate and he luckily got off. Yeah, but he but won. That yeah. yeah, he won. Yeah. Um, and I know Sting is known to be someone who charges the most for his Jeez. samples. Juice so there's World. like, <laughs> there's a story with, so I forget the name of the song, but P. Diddy's song that tributes Biggie after Biggie uh, passed yeah. away uses yeah, Sting. And apparently he gets paid like $15,000 every day for mm-hmm. for that song. Oh apparently he takes like God. 95% or maybe 100% of the song. Like certain artists are known. Like if you're going to use that person's song, they're going to take the whole thing. And that other is... artists are chill and they let them use it do you not think that's a little bit extreme yeah i think it's extreme shout out to sting i love the police one of my favorite bands of all time but still (laughs) holy moly man that's crazy i I don't i don't know how it feels if you make a song then 20 years later someone makes a hit song utilizing Mm -hmm. what you wrote maybe you do i would get why you would feel entitled Mm -hmm. to say i deserve something from this because you're using my stuff Mm -hmm. and if you interpolate someone's lyrics i was actually talking to someone who does the law side of music labels Mm -hmm. and if Jay-Z uses a line from Slick Rick. They mm-hmm. have to reach out to Slick Rick's people and compensate mm-hmm. him. Then now Slick Rick is a writer on that song. Yeah. So I think he he uses like a Playboy Cardi song. So people saw that that Playboy Cardi was credited. Like, whoa, mm-hmm. why is he credited? It's because he yeah. interpolated his lyrics. So you got to credit him. Yeah. And that's just a good team, right? So for Olivia Rodrigo, her unique scenario was the fact that she added credits after it got big, after it yeah. got those numbers and streams. So she had a, I'm pretty sure she also had to include fees and penalties and things like that for not including it beforehand yeah. and i think that that's has to I, be the labels fall right i want to me it's not olivia rodrigo yeah. who copied it's the team and the industry producers around her who literally gave her the beat and yeah. whatnot and the ideas to make it i don't yeah i don't even know if she wrote the song mm-hmm. if she didn't write it she wrote it uh-huh. yeah i mean that's definitely the label's fault that's why you mm-hmm. get a label because they have the backing of all mm-hmm. these they have a whole law unit that is, that is their job is to find mm-hmm. the samples and figure it out yeah. That sucks because it probably could have got figured out beforehand mm-hmm. and worked out better. Yeah. And basically that within sucks. the interview as well, basically they asked her, how do you feel about that? And, and did that affect your process making her upcoming album, Guts? And she said, of course, like, it's whatever. I learned what the realities yeah. of the business industry are right now. I'm a lot, mo- a lot more smarter. I was naive. Um, and I, a recent song, if you heard of it, Vampire, it's been like everywhere blowing up on TikTok. Oh, yeah, 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 no. Great song, by yeah. the way. Um, and people are, are insinuating that the song has a diss towards Taylor. She's really? the bloodsucker oh, because, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. she, she, you know, I, I won't talk about so, the drama, but hey, you know what it sometimes, is, right? And sometimes artists use lyrics not even knowing that they're mm-hmm. using a, other person's words. They're mm-hmm. just subconsciously are like, oh, this sounds good. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's probably because you heard it in a Jay-Z song. Yeah. So that's like, so this kid I was talking to who works for the law side of the label mm-hmm. was saying that some of the people he works with are so good at hearing samples. Like they just have wow. that skill to hear a line and they know like that wasn't your line. Like we got to figure out who wrote that. Man. You would, th- hey. you would think they have some type of program where you enter the song in and it could like figure out. I was going to say with AI, sample. they probably could or can figure out the chord progression or yeah. anything like that. Whew, scary hours, man. But that Olivia Rodrigo album, I forget what day it drops. Let me check it out real quick. Guts release date. The reason I say that, September 8th. Oh, shoot. Wow. So this week. Um, uh you were hyping up Travis and his sales. I guess it was Loki Me Too. Uh, yeah. But 
She, I think, she's gonna have the biggest sale, sale, sales week for this guy. Unless, unless Drake swoops in right now and drops this week too. You think people are still obviously people are still listening to Drake, but I don't think. How much did he sell for CLB? Like six hundred thousand. Yeah, about six hundred thousand. Man, I don't know. Yeah, he he comes in with the Cole feature. It's over. It's (laughs) over. But there is a Yachty feature on the album, Mm -hmm. and I I don't want to use this program to be hating Mm -hmm. on people. But I do not understand the Yachty love. He's good. There's mm-hmm. certain songs he's fine. But I saw a tweet because J.I.D. and him finally dropped Van Gogh, mm-hmm. that song, which is amazing. Yep. And someone said, do you want a whole album of J.I.D. and Yachty? And people are like, yes, we need it. I don't want to hear J.I.D. bar out Who's Yachty we? on every song. Who's we? You but, mean Nintendo? Yeah. Bro, J.I.D. killed him on that song. Yeah. He's just too skilled at rapping. He is. I don't um, Yeah. And I know you showed me that song earlier too, and it was one of the yeah. unreleased tracks they finally put out. Um, hopefully, you hear more from GID. Lil Yachty, I don't even mind him so much because I feel like he's more of a, um, not an influencer, but just he's, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Cultural, to do. I know what you mean. Like, like an cultural, icon. Like, he's like some type of icon, yeah. funny, comedian, but, everything. And he is yeah. talented, right? The album he dropped, right? Everyone was laughing, saying, like, oh, it's not that good and it's gonna be topped by something else. The ironic thing is that Yachty album is probably one of the best rap albums to drop this People, year. People love it just because mm-hmm. alternative rock. Oh, it sounds amazing. good, but I think I just think his parts are the parts that don't sound as good compared to the features that are on it and the 100%. music going on. The features definitely do carry, but he, him and Drake are like best friends now, so he's yep. featured on the album. And there's a video coming out: Cole Bennett, X Drake, X Yachty. Okay, shout out Cole Bennett. All right, hopefully this Drake album is good. I'm keeping my hopes low because I know we're not going to get that 2015 yeah. Drake again. But, another, but you know what? I mm-hmm. I re-listened to CLB. I was yep. skipping through it. Don't say And even it. though in no, in no way does it in no way does it sound like a cohesive album. Like oh. there's no reason for the um song like we're gonna feed the streets. <laughs> like that that, that one twenty one yep. savage should yep. not be on it. That being said, mm-hmm. there are a lot of amazing songs on that album. He makes Ugh. you gotta look at it as just a playlist. Like Champagne Poetry, know. the first song. Great like, I love you, I love you, I love Pipe Down, amazing song. Without um the Jay one with Cole, Lil Durk. Yeah, the one the one with Lil Durk is fire. Okay, I, it's he makes like every album. If he drops this, you're gonna find four songs that you're gonna love, which is impressive. Like, there's always a bunch of good songs, and there's gonna be some whack ones. That's just what Drake does. Yeah, I think you're right. Let's looking back at it, how many quality songs are on this album? And I think it's just because Drake's career has been so long, right? It's been so yeah. long. Um, I I already know what to expect. Like Love All featuring Jay Z. He's done that before. The what is it called? Paris. Um, on uh, nothing was the same. The last track. I can't think about what it's called. Paris. Something. I don't know what it's called. But basically, he's done something similar already. So I think my expectations were pretty low for it. But it's an amazing song. Yeah. And I think you're right. CLB is actually nice for what it is. It's still one of Drake's worst projects, in my opinion, though. But yeah. <laughs> at least my least favorite. Another artist who's dropping uh, as well is Doja Cat, right? She's dropping on September yeah. 22nd. She's already done a rollout with Attention. Song is absolutely fire. Um, the next one was Paint the Town Red, which I was like, okay. And there was, I thought it's it was honestly, cool. That chorus is stuck in my head. Ooh, she the devil. She yeah. a bad little bitch. She a rebel. <laughs> it's, it's, a catchy, it's, it's a catchy chorus. But I couldn't get the fact that she used the walk-on-by sample. And when I hear yeah. the walk-on-by sample, you know who I think of first, right? L-O-G-I-C, Logic, who absolutely Yeah, okay, I was making sure because I also think of that. Yeah, obliterated. But I still like the song. It's catchy. But it's kind of weird she made a song like that when before she was talking about how I'm going to make this um, niche hip-hop album that's not going to be pop. 
And it had some like devil imagery and whatnot, and people are talking about it. But then she went all out for this new song called Demons. Um, right. I personally don't like the song. I just don't like that it's, that style. And also the video, I stayed away. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> I don't yeah. need that in my life. <laughs> I will say, so my opinions on this, I don't give a fuck about the demon stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's not creative. Okay. For someone who's been hyping up this album as, that's, this mm-hmm. is the album that she's be wrapping her ass off mm-hmm. on. She made like a Baby Keem type song. Mm-hmm. And it's just so many artists have utilized that devil aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like Lil Nas X literally three years ago got yeah. in trouble for his like mm-hmm. demonic stuff. So it's just like not creative. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> that I don't give a fuck that it's the devil. Lil Nas X took just it too the, far though. He was like selling like devil blood. <laughs> yeah, he was twerking on the devil. That was funny though. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, man. That call me by call me by you want. Call me when you need is that song. And it was uh, another artist I, that I can't remember. It was Lil Nas X and one more big artist before Doja. Oh, Sam I Smith. mean, so many. I just, in general, so many people have done that mm-hmm. throughout history mm-hmm. that I'm just like, I just think it's played out. I don't mm-hmm. really care the fact that it's like anti religion. Mm-hmm. I just expected more for this. So, yeah, yeah, that new song is just very baby keemish and it's it's not rapping. Like, where's, the, yeah. where's this Alchemist song? Exactly. We're all waiting for the Alchemist song. And that's what we're hungry for. And she has made such a big deal, especially with dissing her fans and whatnot, to make it seem yeah. like this album is going to be spectacular. And your feelings are also being reflected with Punch from TDE. He said the demonic influence is getting more and more blatant in this thing. The gradualism was numbing. Now it's just out loud. It was written with his deep uh, poetic words. Yeah. But people are kind of blasting him too as well because, for example, hip-hop, right? Hip-hop isn't holy. There's a lot of things in hip-hop about like drug use yeah. and killing people and fighting your ops. Very much not. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, if people are talking about, well, this is a problem, what about hip-hop? And the kind of dual-edged sort of how hip-hop can also promote awful things, but also good things. Kendrick Lamar said the same thing on Black of the Berry, on The Biggest Hypocrite of 2015, and then also yeah. the, uh, what was it? Because uh, Gang the Begging freestyle. Make Me Killer. Uh, Hard Part 5, so that's another issue. Yeah, yeah it is an interesting conundrum of like, mm-hmm. Listen to like I mean I listen to music that's the darkest most evil shit like Freddie Gibbs will say the craziest <laughs> stuff on a song and I, I eat it up but it's I don't like the devil stuff just not creative I just mm-hmm. I've seen it before and I, I wanted something new but at the end of the day it's like she's not preaching evil stuff it just happens mm-hmm. to be the aesthetic that she's just shooting yeah. for well she's definitely she's on a weird. unique journey right now if I could put it yeah. politely uh, <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people have been gassing up the music video as well music videos have kind of been video's cool. Uh, Right, so music videos are obviously cool. important in music, but it seems like it's not as impactful like back when MTV days were popping. Yeah. But I still think Doja Cat's but, doing a good job leading the pack, and I think a few other artists as well. Tyler, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to shout out. I think I sent, I sent you out in the Jungle. Mm-hmm. Back on seventy four is the like the coolest video I've ever seen. It's mm-hmm. just a bunch of dancers, and it's choreographed so well, and the song is just amazing. I still need to see it. That's Love all it. me. That's all me. Back on seventy four. TikTok song you discovered, right? My- yeah. Amen. And it's it was great. I've actually discovered another group, Cherry Ferrari. Okay. I think I should, might have sent it to you too. They Send like were mm-hmm. making TikToks where they were just going to music stores and playing their like, new single on a piano. And it got so much love, they released an acoustic version of the song, mm-hmm. which I think is so much better than the original song. And it's it's fire. Hey, shout out to all the TikTok artists making it big. And honestly, I don't want to call yeah, them TikTok artists. That's disrespectful. No, they artists, just happen to use TikTok. Exactly. You have to, to. All right. Like we were talking about earlier how hard yeah. it is to make it in the industry and how you barely get paid anything at all. So you got to be using your tools, right, to make it through. Yeah. Uh, another thing that popped up on the TL was the Schoolboy Q interview. Um, one, because what was the first thing? Oh, yeah. 
So basically, they're trying to gas him up and trying to say he might be the best from TDE, but he shut it down immediately. He was like, no, KDOT is not only the best, he's the greatest of all time, dead or alive. He goes on to say, Kendrick Nolly pulled me to the side and tell him, like, you're slipping, you're messing up your opportunities right now. And it was Kendrick who was the one who kept pulling him in, who forced him to be his hype man. And he would tell me to come to the studio all the time. We're in the studio, we're in the studio. You got to get the verse ready, right? He was the one pushing yeah. Schoolboy Q to be where he is at today. Uh, so my first question to you, and it's kind of silly, I think by now we kind of know, is Kendrick yeah. the greatest of all time or not? And then also Schoolboy Q, where does he rank in, I think, this era of rappers? And I remember that double XL with a bunch of different top tier rappers. And he's one of, yeah. I think he's one of the best to come about. No, he's great. Um, mm-hmm. For Kendrick, if someone said Kendrick was the best of all time, I wouldn't debate them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, I get it. Mm-hmm. And we talked, this bef- talked about this before. I was trying to figure out the way to describe Kendrick's rapping style. Mm-hmm. And he's just very metaphorical. Mm-hmm. Nothing is straightforward. So you could listen to a whole song and literally have no idea what he said, but the flow is so good because he's so good at making a conscious message, make, but make it sound very catchy. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you'll hear a song, you're like, what the fuck did that guy just say? Because everything's a metaphor. Nothing's straightforward. Yeah. Not to say J. Cole raps in a straightforward way, mm-hmm. but it's really easy to understand what J. Cole's saying following a story by J. Cole. But like Lupe Fiasco, another very metaphorical rapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they rap in like poet. It's more poetry yeah. than yeah. it is like spitting bars. So at the end of the day, it goes to who you prefer, like what type of artist. So like I, I kind of like the, the J. Cole, Jay-Z, Biggie. Like straightforward, you're following it and like you can see it. But there's also the amazing poetry, like Chance Rapper talks in metaphors and like biblical yeah, stories. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And I think that speaks volumes for Kendrick too, right? The fact that he can speak in that way, yet he's still making sales, he's still making hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's crazy that I'll have friends who love a Kendrick song. I'm like, oh, if you like this, you would like a lot more of this underground music. Yeah. Because he's saying, he's doing really weird stuff, but just because it's Kendrick, people accept it more. Facts. Which is always just really interesting. And that's I, find, I think it's so crazy how big he is. That's that's what kind of hurts my heart a little bit when when everyone's music taste is based off what a company or what society kind of tells them. I feel like music discovery isn't as um, prominent anymore because back then you really had to go and dig and find things. Yeah. Now you have an AI machine giving you recommendations, playlistings, we can find new songs, but no one's really putting in the effort yeah. to really discover new artists. And the only reason you're going to mess with an artist right, is because they told you so. TikTok told you so. This person's popping when there's so many other artists. Yeah. Like I can think of Morgan Gore on the top of my head who's killing it, but you know it's hard yeah. to get the traffic towards her, and that's really frustrating. Yeah. I, will, I will say Spotify's recommendations mm-hmm. <clears throat> are really, really good. <laughs> And if you go defeating to pur- uh, defeating my purpose, <laughs> yeah. really good. If you go, don't hate. Don't hate. <laughs> if you go, say like you clicked on a Griselda song, then click like the radio station based mm-hmm. on that song. They'll mm-hmm. have a bunch of pretty small artists who are on there that I'll hear okay. and I'll add to a playlist of random people. So I'll shout mm-hmm. them. Apple Music, I use it. Sucks. Yeah, it's- but I know for me, I'm not a huge playlist person, so that's why I like Apple. It's already on my phone. I have an Apple iPhone, so I just yeah. I just keep it a buck. Yeah, and that. then like if I'm at the yep. if I'm at the gym and I hear like a song, I'll just go to the mm-hmm. radio because hopefully all the songs will be like hyper compared to like that song. That's facts. Hey, I still have a Spotify though. Facts. I have both. I just don't pay for the Spotify. It's a free account. But another thing, Schoolboy Q talked about is why he hasn't dropped. Right, the last project he dropped yeah. was Crash Talk. Um, a lot of I say critique on that album. Not people's favorite. Um, I think it was overhated. It was, I think it was an alright project. But he said we never looked at the industry as a sport. That is our life. 
me talking about our situations and the shit we've been through, the homies we lost, the trauma. You can't compare that to the NBA championship that happens every year. So when it comes to music, I don't look at it like you have to drop every year, <laughs> Adam. I do what I want because I move off <laughs> I say every two experiences. Years. It's my art. That's that's a big thing he said. And um, mixed messages from Twitter. People are hating on him saying he sounds entitled. Rappers are sounding entitled for not giving the fans what they want. But I'm on the side of the artists. They aren't entitled. No, to that, they can drop whatever they no, want. No, that right? point. Mm-hmm. That point makes 100 percent sense. I'm just mm-hmm. always curious about like how they make money when they're not like the biggest <laughs> artists in the world. But then, like that's that'd be nice if we interviewed one of them. Like I'd be yeah. actually curious to see how they make money. Yeah. But you know, I get it. It's I like the because NBA I think mm-hmm. is always a big comparison for rap music, and there's so mm-hmm. much overlap between the two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it doesn't necessarily like they might not all view as a as a debate or a competition. Mm-hmm. If you're rapping about someone who passed away your best friend you're not viewing this as a competition you're viewing this as this was my album to talk about how my best friend died yeah or something yeah like how could you compare my torture that i've been through to this person's tour it's like it's like debating trauma like whose trauma was like the sound the best this yeah, year it's fact so i get from i get from that context like what mm-hmm. he meant by that so yeah i mean go off school like you we're, we're yeah. ready for you yeah, and what has it been? 2019? So yeah, it's been a couple of years. Yeah. Four years. Um, hopefully hear from him soon. I'm still waiting on this ASAP Rocky album. That's another big album. Yeah, he I've said August. August? He, he ain't dropped. He said August, now it's September, so. Oh, shoot. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, August. My brain was like frozen there. I'm yeah. like, August. Didn't August already pass? Where's the album? Yeah, he just, had a, he just had a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. Kid Cudi just moved his album back to January, so we're not going to get that. He released like two singles yesterday that okay. I didn't think sounded good, but... <laughs> Okay, Georgia's yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, Georgia Smith <laughs> dropping soon. Uh, I'm trying to think who else I know is dropping soon. For me, all I care about is Doja. I want to hear the Olivia Rodrigo Doja. album, ASAP Rocky. I think that's on my radar right now. Who's dropping? And Drake, if he wants to drop whatever, I know he's gonna drop. When Drake says Drake is the yeah. most consistent rapper, when he says I'm gonna drop, he drops. He's not like Kanye or anything like that. So we'll get yeah. whatever we get. Definitely not. No. Yeah. Hey, I honestly respect the Drake. He feeds mm-hmm. the people. I, I just need him to stop talking about like some of the stuff. He's like a thirty-eight-year-old. Like, come on, man. I'm a lesbian, me too. Like, I don't, I don't need That's that. That's grown man with a kid, man. Uh, but the <laughs> last thing I wanted to talk about, if you see on the news too, the whole Burning Man situation, how people are stuck in yeah. California desert and like what? they can't leave is or come a, in. I still gotta look at it. What is Burning Man? It's not a music festival. It's just people that listen to music and like go to this uh, place. Okay, I feel like it's a music festival, but it's like EDM-wise. And all, all I really know about Burning Man is people just go there for self-discovery. We all know what yeah, that is. Just what getting yeah. blasted out of their minds. Um, and now it's looking slow for them. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. That's why I'm not I a huge fan of festivals. It's, like I like festivals, right? But I just I don't tiring. know your people. It's tiring, exhausting, nah, everything's expensive. It's, it's a lot. And in order to get close enough to see the artists you want to see, you have to like not drink any water. You have to be at the front of the stage the whole mm-hmm. day to see the headlining act. It's awesome from the sense that you pay $200 to see more artists than you mm-hmm. ever could have seen for the same price of a single concert. But it hurts your feet. And if like when I was in high school, we'd, like, you'd drink and go. But mm-hmm. then you'd be like sober by 3 o'clock and tired as fuck because you drank so much in the morning <laughs> to see like these artists. So that, that festivals weren't always my favorite. Yeah. Uh, but it also happened. Electric Zoo in New mm-hmm. York City, which is a EDM mm-hmm. festival. Okay. It was supposed to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they had to they had to cancel Friday because the stages weren't ready yet. Was like that they didn't recent? Build the stage completely. Yes, yeah, this weekend. Did they give a refund to people, or did they snatch it? Yeah, they had to give. Ref- they almost had to. Okay. No, they had gave refunds. They almost had to okay. cancel Saturday. Mm-hmm. My friends won it. They said it was awesome, but 
yeah, a lot of these issues. Made in America got canceled this year, which is like the Philadelphia Festival. Yeah, because... isn't that like Jay Z or something? Or it's Jay- it's Jay Z's festival. Yeah, like, he doesn't always perform. But the headliners were Lizzo and someone else who respectfully does not draw a big crowd. Like mm-hmm. it used to be such a big festival, and I think they had such low ticket sales they canceled it. That's yeah. not what they said, but I think that's why. And I'm happy you brought about Jay Z, and we'll, we'll end it after this segment. Um, LL Cool J, he was doing his performance. Shout to Longevity, right? And it was yeah. kind of blasting rappers who don't want to be called rappers or to act mysterious, right? Back then, being a rapper was a badge. It's why so many OG rappers yeah. carry it with honor. But a lot of rappers now, yeah. they don't want to be called rappers. They want to be called artists. And also, they want to act mysterious and not get on the stage. And he also mentioned Jay-Z and someone like, Jay-Z, you need to get on the stage too because Jay-Z isn't really rapping as much anymore. And I feel like some people feel like Jay-Z sometimes sees himself as bigger than the culture. That like he doesn't need to rap or he doesn't need to be participating in anything even the super bowl he could have been in it but he was like nah yeah. I just sit in my you know million dollar um top section row and a, you know drink douce or whatever <laughs> it's interesting because i don't know what i would do if i've yeah. had like 10 albums come out and i have a million dollars yeah. and i have kids mm-hmm. like he has he has a life and he has a huge business that he's running like i get it and mm-hmm. i mean he come yeah he drops more than some of our other favorite artists bro he might drop yeah. more than kendrick yeah uh, like yeah. low-key he's get there's a lot of guest verses from from Jay-Z that come out. It's facts. And I remember a funny thing. Um, Eminem signed this uh, new guy to his label along with Dr. Dre. Uh, he's he's pretty decent rapper. I haven't really dived into his discount that much, but yeah. uh, I forget his name, honestly. Eminem. Loki. He signed him to Shady. They, Easy. I I his name is about. Easy Mill. Easy Mill. He's uh, a great rapper. He's a really good Oh, rapper. oh, yeah. I did hear that song. Yeah. They low-key have like a good, maybe they don't represent the artist the best mm-hmm. way in history. Yeah. But yeah, I I'm I love West Side Boogie. They obviously mm-hmm. signed Griselda. Yep. Um so they've done well with like finding the people. Maybe they not have, just cold. They have grips, grip's great. I think like Eminem is just tired and I don't I don't know. But either way, the point I brought them up was because on his verse feature, Eminem kind of slapped back at the game who dissed him earlier. And he said the only reason the only reason you're you're talking so much about me because you're still performing in the club, right? You're hating on the song in the yeah. club by fifty because you're still performing in the club. Yeah. And it just kind of reminds me of when you're so big like Jay-Z, you don't really have to perform as much, I guess. He's already doing so many things outside. Yeah. L. Cordy, I don't know what he's got going on as well. Not even to pocket watch, yeah. but maybe you just have to perform because that's what you got at the moment. But Jay-Z, he yeah. has I a think, million things at the moment. I think he was more coming from the, the 50th year of hip-hop perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, we're doing this huge concert in New York City. You should have came yeah. out to support hip-hop because hip-hop yes. is what got you to escape your predicament. Mm-hmm. And I heard um, it was Sway. Someone was talking like that shit to me. It was Rob Markman. But like yeah, a lot of rappers didn't say anything for the fiftieth birthday of hip hop, mm-hmm. and it's like this this is your livelihood. Yeah, you better, you better shout it out. Hey, I told you, man. This generation, baby. this generation, they don't care. But like I said before, hip hop, I think, is at its uh, peak slash downward slope, and I think like yeah. pop is well, gonna take over again. Something funny that I sent you. It was mm-hmm. it was a tweet that said the next generation of rappers it had JID at top, and JID is like thirty years old. Mm-hmm. And then there was another tweet I saw that said. Who's the chief key for this generation? Low key, chief key is like 26. He's just yeah, been he's popular young. for so mm-hmm. long because <laughs> he was 16 when he started rapping. Yeah. So I thought that was really funny. Like, I love JD, mm-hmm. debatably, like my second favorite rapper of all time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know if he's the new generation of rappers. Especially since he's already old and he's been in the game forever. Like I'm telling you, yeah. man, it's scary hours. You guys let us know who who's the next up and coming rapper. The only person I can vouch is Jack Harlow, but I don't Red see Bill? him. Redville's fire. Redville's fire, but do you think he's going to be a superstar? Be honest. Oh, I mean, 
I don't think anyone to be okay, a superstar. Okay, that's, that's a disrespectful, so Loki. Red Valley, you can't just predict his career like that. And Red Valley's incredible. Yeah. So let me take that back. But you know what I mean, though. Yeah, I just think being a superstar is dumb. But there's mm-hmm. there's some good young some good youngins out there. Yeah, like who? I know that. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, we'll wrap it up. There ain't no good young ones. <laughs> right, Okay, we'll see you guys later on the next episode. I appreciate you guys for tuning to the very end. Check out the website too. So I gotta finish that article I said from last week. I'll I'll get I'll get done. We'll see you guys later. We'll see you.